Lowe's knows you're the powerhouse who does it right to show your yard who's boss. We do it right, too, with innovative Craftsman string trimmers featuring easy start technology for simpler pull starts. And because you can swap out one attachment for another, you can get more done with just one tool. Shop now and add a new trimmer to your arsenal with a Craftsman two-cycle gas string trimmer for just $99. When it's time to take on the yard work, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 320. See store for details, U.S. only. Back chat with Maria McCann. It does make me laugh when people go, I couldn't eat dog because dogs are so cute. And I couldn't eat this because it's so cute. You eat cows. They're cute. You eat sheep, baby lambs. They're cute. My mum's house now is tiny. I always say, but my mum is tiny. Her car was tiny. I said, my mum is like a Molly Pocket. It's like a little doll world. And deliberately wouldn't watch it because I know if I watched it, it would start putting me off. And I know that's really bad and maybe I should and I should be more conscious. But I just, like you say, I just really like me. Back Chat with Maria McCann. Vicky Graham, Brianna Connaughton and a first timer out to Backchat HQ and I don't know how it's only your first time. Avian Fallon, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. If I start um, taking over and start asking the questions instead of asking For reasons that I'm not going to go into on this day, that could very well be a good thing. <laughs> um, it's one of those days. But anyway, it is Lent. I don't really, I don't kind of give up anything. I don't really uh, do that sort of thing. But I did read a very interesting thing on the old Facebook. It was a great idea, I thought, and it was 40 items, 40 days. So for the next 40 days, you take one item from your wardrobe or from your house or whatever. It's a kind of a decluttering thing. So one item every day, and that goes into a bag. And at the end of the 40 days, that bag goes off to the be donated or whatever you want to do with it. Now, I know myself, I'd be, I'd put me one item. On day 39, I'd be going back through the whole bag. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I think. Or on day 25, I'd be going, where's that white top that I was looking for? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd have that. So, while it's a great idea in theory, I love the idea of decluttering, but I am a bit of a hoarder, as you correctly surmised earlier on, uh, Avine. I'm absolutely convinced that if I, whatever I throw out today is exactly what I'm going to be looking for yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. That's yes. why I keep stuff. Um, I can't afford to replace it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, keep on to any old crap. But are you a hoarder, Avian? Oh, completely. I've closed my wardrobe from about 10 years ago and I have done a clearing out of that wardrobe three or four times in the meantime. But I'll always go, ah, this might fit me again or I can't throw this out because it has sentimental value. But... I had a pair of white Converse and I went and I stayed in a hotel somewhere and I came home with only one Converse uh-huh. and everyone said to me, you need to throw it, throw that out, throw that out. And then I broke my left leg about three years ago <laughs> and I had the one Converse for the right foot and I remember saying to everybody, there's a reason, there's a there reason I held on to this Have for five years. Have you thrown it out? <laughs> um, no, I kind of had to hold on to it for sentimental value in all fairness. Yeah. It was the most photographed Converse in the, in the, ever on Facebook. Did you not contact the hotel? Though? I've come back from a party once with one shoe. It was a really good party. <laughs> was it your shoe though? <laughs> it was my shoe and I got the other one back eventually I was just too embarrassed for a little while to ask is my shoe still in your house <laughs> oh how did I even get home I don't I remember know. are you a hoarder Vicky oh god yes but I have even worse than you I do have the oh I might fit into that again yeah. or I might wear that again because obviously with um, my stage school and that and do shows I go oh I don't like that anymore and I'll never wear that but it could be good for yeah. costume yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've got extra reason to yeah. keep stuff even more that goes then into the attic with the costume <laughs> so oh god yes really I have, I have my attic is floored of, so of being organised and having everything yeah. you know place for everything yeah. and everything in its place never going to happen no. I think 
You're a bit of a, yeah, a an anti-hoarder. Yes, I yeah. am an anti-hoarder. I've been everything. If it's on my counter for too long, I've been it. I don't think they think should be out of their presses. Everything belongs in a press. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a little Nazi when it comes to keeping things right. I've been everything. But when we get rid of clothes, this is what my family does. You know when you clear out your wardrobe and you do a feck bag? A fake bag. Fake bag. Yeah, a fake bag. You know, so all the clothes you're faking out, it's a fake bag. Oh, brilliant. And are you handing on to someone so else? So we in the give family? it to somebody else, yeah, right. So then a year or two years later, the fake bag, so a sister or my mum or my best yeah. friend does, and it comes back, and you're like, oh, that used to be mine, I love that. So they, 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 they oh, do the rounds cool. in the house, and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to take that back, I used to love that, I can't believe it's turned that out in the first place. And I'll take it back. Or we'll do, so that, that's the way but in, in no no clutter in my house that's the best description ever a fake bag yeah, I'm so loving that yeah, that's brilliant <laughs> we'll send the text around girls there's a fake bag in my house first come for the serve and there'll be a clatter of room to the door in 10 minutes and it'll be fighting over it so it's like it's like sales on, on January uh, yeah. first but uh, yeah no everything gets been to my house I wouldn't mind you coming living in my house for a little while oh, like, yeah, could, yeah. I can't imagine people fighting over the shite that I'd be throwing me neither I'd be like the, the charity shop would go yeah we're not that desperate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we don't want to we don't know anyone who's that desperate <laughs> I don't think that if something that I wore in the 70s comes back into the fashion now I don't think I can wear it I think you know maybe your daughter could wear it or yeah. somebody yeah, of yeah, a different yeah, yeah. generation yeah. because I would just look like I pulled out because they're always a subtle change in yeah. how they do yeah. the things mm-hmm. they might have the, the same idea but they're always different yeah. I know but I kind of have a little bit of a feeling and uh, this maybe <laughs> like nothing <laughs> Nothing that I wore in the seventies would fit my right <laughs> thigh. <now. laughs> it's always the dream, Maria. This is the dream. But I kind of have a feeling that the things that are still in my life are in my life for a reason. Like I'm, uh, I'm desperate at losing crap. Like I really, I like I go to a restaurant and I take off my jacket and my scarf and I come home with just the jacket or just the scarf. I'm desperate, like I really am. And then a couple of weeks later, I'll be going, "Where's that lovely scarf I used to have gone?" So when you said to me, "Did I ring the hotel?" Mm-hmm. That was probably three weeks later. I couldn't even remember, remember where I had okay. lost. <laughs> so I do lose stuff so the stuff that is still in my life is still in my life for a reason there's, there's a jumper that I've had now and I've had it for about i say about 15 years and when I wear it people go Geez, that jumper's lovely is it new no I have had it for 15 <laughs> years and How it's unobservant of you but it's still in my life but it's still in my life for a reason I think so. I, do, I do think you know, um, I, you know when I lose weight I'll fit into that again yeah, we no. all think that, Maria. Yeah, we all happen. have those. Yeah, I, I, we I, all I, have that stage, section of the wardrobe. <laughs> at this stage, I can barely fit into the wardrobe to see that actually uh, has there been any change here. I have a walk-in wardrobe, by the way. I'm not trying Ooh, to cram myself. Oh, very, very nice. nice. Yeah. I tell you, anyone who's building a house, but when I say walk-in wardrobe, it's just like a, a little room you can walk mm-hmm. in. It's not these fancy YouTube. It's not you like know, a Jerry's guitar. No, it's not one of those. But if you're building a house and you want to sell it, Put a, a walk in yes. Which is is it not the case then that the more room you have, the more crap you'll hold on to? Me, definitely. Yeah? Yes. I have a floored attic now, as I think I was saying that a second ago. Um, you know, I've never had one of those before. So there's like stair stairs, floored attic. The attic is very big and chock a block yeah. full of Oh, I'd crap. love to get up there. I'd oh, you yes. And then I'd polish the floor. Oh, lovely. I'd be like, you didn't know it's lovely and shiny. It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's left on the stairs. The stairs. <laughs> 
again. Don't go near the attic. And we like I've moved like when I was younger and and even since we've moved house quite a few times. Oh, and I have gotten rid of lots of stuff. Like I've often like I've done a couple of shows over the years that were it, it set in the eighties. And I was like, if I'd only kept all my eighties stuff, mm. it would so brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand why I have so much crap because I have when I've moved to go. I've no room for that now. That loads of stuff is gone. So it's just mm. when I move into a new house, then it all begins again. Yeah. So I really don't understand. Oh, moving house is hard enough, let it alone is. when you're dragging things yeah, <laughs> from exactly. the last four decades with yeah. you like it's yeah. well they say because an awful lot of the stuff in my house is stuff I took from my mother's house after my mother died mm-hmm. and you just kind of bring everything because it seems a bit <sighs> of course yeah, kind of disrespectful yes. to just yeah. be in everything straight after yeah. so you just bring everything into your own house until you're looking at it long enough that it becomes yours and you realise you hate it and then yes. you did it <laughs> um, or in my case you just go I hate it and you leave it there <laughs> <laughs> but the, there's this new thing now where parents are starting to clear their own houses like our older people are starting oh, to go through their own okay. houses so that it's not such a big job when somebody when dies somebody belong dies. to you that you have Gosh, to go through. that's very unsentimental really, isn't it? That'd be a difficult thing to do, I would imagine, yeah, for yeah, a lot of people, isn't it? You'd, you'd have to be... That's very... <laughs> I just think that's a very sensible thing to do. That seems like something that I would do. I would empty my house. No, but if, I, if I went to my parents' house after, oh, you know, and, and stuff was visit. gone, yeah. I'd be like, well, where's that that old pot that, you know, I really wanted that. <laughs> I, I, I love that pot. Because like, I remember my mother-in-law, after my mother died, saying, open the drawers and if there's a bunch of papers in the drawers just put them in a, in a bag mm. just put them in a bin bag don't oh, bother starting to go through oh, them oh I couldn't no yeah. she didn't mean throw them out but just anything that you, don't start going through things in the house yes. because you'll be there forever mm. and you'll be going oh I should keep that just everything just clear the house okay and then go through all the stuff at, at your at your leisure but the idea is that you're, you're, you're supposed to have this conversation with your parents and no. this is where I think it falls down oh you, you know, suggested yeah, them hey ma we'll start the house yeah. before you die so is this mine or is this my brother's and how much of this do we get and what exactly is in the will and how much have you accumulated over these years and while you're at it can you clear out the attic because it's just too much work for me and I'll be grieving don't be so selfish I'll be grieving that's not a conversation you want to be having with anyone is it? no or if your parent says it to you either way I think we're very uncomfortable talking that, that yeah, if your parents absolutely. say stop so, talking like that okay, yeah. don't be talking like that that's silly like yeah, or you're talking about forever. wills or something yeah. and you'd be going yeah. oh, I don't be talking like that you're yeah. fine and, you know just draw a bad look down on yourself but yeah. in a way it's a good idea but I don't know you want to just come up with the idea yourself. Yeah, you and, and you know, I'm going to start cleaning yeah. my house yeah. now. And it makes it, it takes a certain type to of person. My braces, I'm yeah. giving it to her now because yeah. I don't wear the thing. Uh-huh. I want Vicky to have such and such a thing, and I want Avian to have such and such a thing. And you just start giving away your stuff. Then all your family worries that you're not telling them something. Exactly. Like I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my mother-in-law basically invoiced every single thing in her house. Now I mean really? every single thing in her house, paintings, what she and she put it all on, on a like a ten sheet paper and gave it around to the family and said if there's anything that you particularly want put your name on it now I mean she's she's That's organized. Yeah, very organized yeah. I mean she's in her in her 70s but she's got hopefully yeah. a good few many years left yeah, in her but yeah, yeah. she just wanted to get it all sorted and mm. uh, you know everybody in the family appreciated that yeah. no one was yeah. going oh mom what are you doing they all thought yeah uh, maybe a lot of people have I've definitely witnessed myself people um like not immediate family but other you know members of family maybe when somebody dies and doesn't leave a will and yeah. the aggro it can cause yeah. and, and the, the upset the for people yeah. and people fall out yeah. and it can cause an awful lot of, of, of hassle so I, I understand maybe people have seen that and then go I'm not having yeah. that happen when, I, when I'm yeah. gone so and then I'm going sure. to yeah. makes yeah. people obviously you'll be thinking differently or your, your priorities are slightly skewed maybe when you're 
when you're going through grief so yeah. it of makes course. it a very uh, you know one of the stages of grief is anger so yeah. sometimes what you've, it, this is where I'm going yeah. to take my anger mm. you know, and then or, if, if you have like siblings or other family members you know your your mum told you that you were getting her ring her diamond ring or something all your life you heard that's for you that's for you that's uh-huh. for you but you never told anybody else yeah yeah no. yes. so somebody else goes in and goes oh, I'm the eldest I'm having my ring yeah. and you go no not and what do you do do you have an argument yeah. over your dead mother's jewellery yeah. or do you just go damn I wish she'd I wish she'd written it down uh-huh. somewhere or you know I really wanted that mm. it's a very awkward area I think mm. as you say it's just something that maybe it's just because the Irishness is in us but we don't like to talk about no, it we don't no. want to talk about it and you don't no. want to think about it you don't want to yeah. talking about it makes it real are we good recyclers not bad I yeah, won't say anything to the other to person say. who lives in my house and puts the tea bags in on top of the recycling I kill him yeah. oh my god I kill him yeah, all boys in my house and honest to god it doesn't matter how many times and sometimes like I'll catch my fella and he's putting something into the bin and I'll be saying I'm like a teacher I'm like that's the think about this now which bin, which bin does that go in what, what is it made of what are we doing what are we doing and he'll be like uh, oh, I don't know I'll just put it here and you can deal with it and my eye is twitching with a half eaten roll into the recycling oh. bin and I'm like I'm going to have to take that out no but I'm great at recycling yeah and I wash and squash and I don't mind and squash yeah and I don't mind doing it because it makes everything clean <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh she even cleans oh, her rubbish oh my god, god. <laughs> to me recycling is if you have a coke bottle or if you have fabric softener or some, mm. something that, that just because it's been full once and it's now it's empty it should be sent back to the fabric people mm-hmm. and refilled or there should be places in shops where you can go in and you can there's a tap there and you fill up your bottle with yeah. Lenore or whatever mm-hmm. it is and then you use that that's recycling to me I don't know what that's they do with idea, the stuff yeah. that we actually bother sorting through like fools we should um, just go you want to recycle it you take it away that's what we're paying for you wash it you deal with it you sell it and then you make the profit from it mm-hmm. yes yeah but uh, like I, I was saying this earlier on I was in that facility in Dungarvan which is an amazing facility the recycling facility now I was there gosh it must be 10, 10 years ago at this stage because I was filming for Waterford at 8 um, so I assume it's still up and running and doing the same but it's it's all mechanical so the plastic bags go in they're ripped open by a machine and the machine sorts like mm-hmm. a magnet takes out the metal and a wind blows out the paper and so it's a machine that sorts it all out which uh, the day I was there there was a kind of a, a skip for the stuff that shouldn't have been in the recycling bin and I was just standing there going are you actually serious somebody put that in the recycling bin like you know as you say half eaten food and mm, yeah, yeah. you know but, the, but, but that, that wasn't the bad part because that was obviously a mistake it was the stuff that people thought was recyclable like an old um, child's tricycle which was metal and plastic and all these things in the one and people thought oh yeah I can recycle or that or maybe they just thought I need to get rid of that yeah. and I have room yes. in my recycling bin and they're collecting it tomorrow so I'll just pop it in there possibly yeah. possibly yeah. Yeah. yeah what happens to stuff then that say is recyclable but is, isn't pristinely clean as far yeah. as I know in this recycling yeah. plant anyway the, 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 the conveyor belt doesn't know if it's clean or not so that's why they're asking us to clean it because a machine isn't going to sort out the unclean from the clean so it all gets squashed into one big block and gets exported how which clean is what is we do clean? with our recycling that's what I often wonder when I'm cleaning the recycling stuff well I don't think stuff. it needs to be you know, like antibacterial scrubs but like I think any like heavy stuff on it needs to, needs to be off it because it's contaminated then so if they 
if you're trying to it, it, putting dirty stuff in the recycling mm-hmm. I, it should, you may as well just put it in the bin because if yeah. it's it'll contaminate the whole load mm-hmm. then when it goes into the, the truck but you're so hot if they're already squashing it and sending it off to China who isn't yeah. even going to take it anymore but then now. if they're going to melt that down and use it as plastic again and there's half of your spaghetti bolognese inside <laughs> but you see that but you see my point like why are you melting down your Lenore bottle or your fabric softener bottle not just because it's not just you yeah. use it again that does make but more yes, sense so that makes sense but then you're talking about every time so all these houses give all this waste and you're talking about separating the waste into so there's all the Lenore, Lenore bottle yeah, pile yeah that has to go there's back to the Lenore my, factory uh, Coke. Yeah. Coke there's my Coke bottle then there's you know you might get I don't know like a microwave dinner and there's plastic in the end that'll go back to the microwave dinner factory like it's no I wouldn't have any <laughs> food but I yeah. think that it's just holding something yeah. that no one has, is well, eating yeah. I think but do I do go into um, the supermarket because they're trying to they're encouraging us all to go plastic free you should be able to go into the supermarket and there's a thing yeah. where you just fill up with yeah. Lenore yeah, and yeah, off you go uh, yeah, but I mean if they're encouraging us to go plastic free they have to go to back to the manufacturers I mean mm-hmm. like like Easter is an example it's coming up now and after Easter same with Christmas like, Christmas is great it's just yeah, nuts even why, why do you have to if you're buying two courgettes inside in Tesco's why do they have to be on, on a plastic a tray, tray with a plastic yeah. wrapper I go to this zing every every summer my friends laugh at me they call it hippie camp it's called earth song right <laughs> it's and called what earth song it's in Tipperary <laughs> and we're in a field yeah okay yeah it is it's, but it's so fantastic it is, yeah. right it's totally hippie and we all camp and there's no electricity there's no electronic devices so no phones uh, we cook over open fire it's brilliant but it's, you know, the whole th- sanctuary is that you're not really supposed to leave the camp but mm. somebody has to cook every night so one night I needed to cook and I didn't have enough food because there's no fridges for holding food so I went into the local Lidl and I got a, a lift in with this one of the other guys and we went and we did our shopping and we went through the checkout and in the, just past the checkout there was a bin and the guy proceeded to take the carrots out of the plastic bag the apples out of the plastic he took every single piece of plastic out of his shopping and put it into the bin inside in Lidl and I was going after you, you paid for it like, after so you paid for it, like, it yeah. and I was going more for it and I was like what are you doing he said fuck him he said <laughs> if they're going to give me all this plastic they deal they with it deal with yeah, it. yeah, yeah it's true like yeah. you can't like how can you sell two courgettes in yeah. a pl- the plastic tray yeah. and a plastic bag it's not but, but you're like you go to Spain like me they don't have that in Spanish supermarkets no you go and you pick as many apples as you like want like in a green grocer's yeah. yeah. as many exactly. lemons as you want and loose. you put them in a bag you no. don't have to buy a, a, you know a, a head of lettuce wrapped in cling yes. film like yeah. you just buy the bloody thing and but you take it I think a lot of us do it preserving it and keeping it fresh here or, or whatever the, you know that, that will doesn't keep yeah. stuff right. I, I know it's the opposite but I think there, aren't they sprayed and stuff as well so yeah. I don't know I always was of the opinion that in this country maybe it's something to do with preserving them but yeah why are you saying yeah. now plastic and then they, they tend to go off faster yeah. but what I um, I reckon that it's like you're going in you're looking for a courgette and you're like oh I need a courgette oh there's two there I'll take them you don't need to so they sell to yeah. you immediately so it's about <clears> actually prob- mm-hmm. I feel it's about selling more than you need. Yeah, that's true. But like and a dodgy one and fair. a good one. Yeah, slightly more mature. But that being said, now like we have great uh, like to get fresh produce and to get fruit and veg here like I lived in Australia and I lived in America as well and like the cost so yes they're all loose and you can pick mm. up a joint, but they're so expensive so we get like or you know the, yeah. the, the super six or whatever in Aldi or little and you get for 49 cents like, cent, yeah. so it's, it, it's really reasonably priced even if they are trying to push an extra sale on us but uh, mm. the way uh, Paul deals with uh, recycling is he'll just wait till I'm not looking and he'll just put it in the fire 
Oh yeah, <gasps> plastic, horrendous. He's like, I know someone just out as He well, thinks he's yeah. doing a great thing. He's just pushing out like we've more room in the bin, and I'm like, this plastic. <laughs> and also, yeah. now nobody else can ever use it. It's gone. But I the, know, but it's the those last gases yeah. that are really It's yeah. an absolute brat. Oh, we've kind of got it wrong, haven't we? Really, like, I mean, okay, I'm not saying that we all need to go back to like you know living off the land and stuff, but we have kind of. Got, got it wrong yeah, yeah. over the last couple of hundred years where we convenience to the wrong to the level. level absolutely mm. extreme like but I mean even the fact that we now go and get up at whatever hour of the morning we all start work at and we work all day like I spend the majority of my money in, in a supermarket yeah. mm. whereas if if we still did live in a society where we grew our own food and we all had a cow and you know I was in, in India actually it just popped up on Facebook this time last year I was flying home from India and every family has a goat in this, this town that I was in. Now I was in a city. Yeah. Every family has a goat. And the goat gives them milk and they make cheese. And Where were you? In Cochin, in, okay. in Kerala. Like, and that's in a city. Now the, the goats are like dogs. They just wander around the streets like in the middle yeah. of the day. But we have kind of lost that altogether. You know, I'm not saying that we should all go back to that. But should we buy are we better off though? Are we better of water? Off? Yeah. We yes. go into a shop and we pay money, cash money. For stuff yeah. that comes out of the tap for free. And yeah. in, in a plastic bottle we buy in it. In a plastic <laughs> bottle <laughs> that has a sell-by date that came out of a spring. That was yeah, sell-by date on water. Years. I know it is, isn't it? Speaking of sell-by dates, do you bin things as soon as they reach their sell-by date? Or do you kind of... Um, well, I would, if it's yesterday, I will examine it, mm. smell it, sniff test <laughs> <laughs> and I could quite easily use it if it was yesterday or maybe even the day before I would be careful though Don't and it depends on what it is Don't you, you know, do you know, you know yourself and I think some yeah. of the dates are ridiculous to be honest yeah. with you like I'm almost sure I could be wrong now and, 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 and don't jump on me if I am but I think if you buy fruit and veg in Lidl there are absolutely no dates on them Aldi do have dates mm. and all the other supermarkets right. but yeah. I've noticed recently that little don't you mean have leaving it up to our own discretion oh, my God. Wow. personal responsibility yes. <laughs> and I have but my other half again after throwing the tea bag in on top of their cycling will bin something if it's tomorrow oh no that's oh, you know and, too, and yeah. he's oh, no oh god and I'm like why they're like tomatoes you, like you only need to do is, is feel or yeah. look at your tomato yeah. and you will know if it's okay yeah. Yeah. so I've started getting the ones with the no dates on them and it's really confusing I'm like, what's going on no dates on that how am I meant to know when I eat it so it's brilliant I don't want to know when I eat it or yes let's <laughs> <laughs> just do what I do like I mean I had a bag of kale in my fridge the other day and I was literally just waiting for it to go off I knew I was I said is that the yeah. kale gone off yet oh no it's not I leave it there yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sat in my fridge and then eventually after a week it went brown and I went oh all the kale's gone off (laughs) well apparently I was listening to a woman who was telling people how to sort out their fridges and have them Mm -hmm. have their fridge space more economical you know the way you have the fruit and veg section on the bottom she says don't put your fruit and veg in there Mm -hmm. because you'll just forget about it yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, take out this bag of slime that used to be kale or spinach or something so put it where you'll see it and then you'll be more inclined to use it I thought so what do you hide in the drawers wine beer (laughs) bottles of beer or cans of beer that's where I'm in eat in a little drawer it's great (laughs) definitely well I'll take a notion now if I think that something is close to its date 
I'll have a notion I'll be like okay I'll, and, but I'll, I'll be like you I'll leave it in the fridge until the day it comes and then I go I have to throw it out but <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to eat it and it would taste absolutely fine but in my head then if I was eating it it'd have a taste I'd be like that's off the smear or if you felt sick later on I knew I, I should have eaten oh, it oh I couldn't bring myself my poor father is like a vagabond then I'd put things in the bin or like and he'll go out and he'll root them out <laughs> and he'll take them out and he'll be, he'll be saying that's only a week gone sure you get loads out of that I'd be like dad this, this it's crawling out of the bed it's walking back to the house which it's grand girl it's grand well my husband opens tins of things and puts the tin <gasps> back in the fridge that's and I'm like Jesus Christ oh my god die of, of oh, yeah, I, 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 I do that yeah. with and tomatoes and, and he hasn't I digested no. no. right, he can't no. put the tin in I know it's so but dangerous I have, there's yeah. so, there's, I think there's certain tins if there's a white lining the white lining some of the tomato has that white lining yeah the dentine no only if the dent is coming outways if the dent how goes in, how can the dent come out? So sometimes you're trying to escape. No, sometimes you're sometimes if you see a tin and it's 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 dented outways. That's why I'm gonna call it a dent then. What would it be called? But a glove. You're not that, then that's really dangerous because oh, I call any dent and then the tin was bad. No, it. It. It's in America you, you get, you get the themselves. dented kin, tins cheaper. They yeah. sell them cheaper. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Remember in that movie, Daddy's Home, he was going around, he was smashing the tins oh. off the ground so he got a cheaper. <laughs> oh, I think, like I heard as well before. I don't know if it's if it's true or not, but you're not even meant to put tin foil into a fridge. That makes sense. Oh God, touching food. Constantly mm. open the mints, cling half. Film. I put yeah. tin foil around until they until they invent cling film that doesn't until you wanted to. Huh? I can't oh, deal that with that. That doesn't cling, cling film that doesn't cling until you actually want oh, to cling. Yeah. <laughs> You're pulling it off this roll. And yes. It's 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 yeah. You're like, and you can't spread it out again. And it's like, oh, here, good luck. I used to cling film recently. A load of it to wrap up my Christmas lights. I, I Terrible for looking stuff up, you know, a good way to... You didn't leave them on a tree, did you? No, no, no. <laughs> this was the ones from outside, the kind of the icicle ones mm. that you you just roll a whole thing of like cling film out along your in your house, and then you lay the lights on, and then you roll it up like a Swiss roll, and then when it comes to Christmas, oh, actually, you just no tangles, no oh, tangles, and no, yeah, yeah, it's a bit late given that I tip now, but for next year, yeah. someone was telling me about this documentary on on Netflix at the moment about this community of people in America who live in tiny houses. Did mm. that we have just gone mad with our, you know, yeah. oh, I, I can't, I I'm dying. My house, I couldn't live in so yeah. small. I need a sitting room and a den and a, you know a yeah. living room and a dining room and mm. four bedrooms. Even the floor two people in the house and a floor. <laughs> tiny tiny little houses yeah. like, well, when like, you think of it years ago like my mother there was 11 of them in a family with like I think there was three bedrooms at the most yeah. the two. and now our grand, our generation of them had gone and moved out before the other generation came along but like that, that's what um, 13 people in a family in a tiny little house yeah. their houses were tiny mm. and, and they managed fine yeah. so I you think know? you could live in a small house if you lived by yourself if you uh, lived with anybody adapt. else you do oh, adapt no, no. We, yeah. we would have had a very very share small. a car with somebody yeah. like <laughs> my mum's house now is tiny I always say but my mum is tiny and her car was tiny I said my mum is like a Polly Pocket and she's in her little doll world and she's like scooting around like super fast and even when I go out and visit her I'm always like how did we go it was four of us and like it was a three bedroom house but it was a very very small house so it was a council house so the bedrooms were very small the sitting room was very small and I was like how did we all how did we all we can barely be in in, in, in a big house together now without killing each other I'd mm. say my mother's head was wrecked under your nose the whole time and I remember like so the, you know you'd have the couch there'd always be one of us lying on the floor every evening 
always because somebody would put their feet up on the couch and there wasn't enough space yeah. and somebody down on, on, in front of the fire like but it's, it's tiny it's like a poly pocket house now I don't know yeah. how we managed but we did you and did. Now, I, now we have a big we've, I have a bigger house than my mum had and I, I think I couldn't manage with anything smaller but she yeah. uh, so it, my, yeah, my nanny's house in Waterford as well uh, there was six five of my dad's family six at one stage um, but two bedroom tiny little house like there's stairs now like mm. in Barrack Street and Waterford the tiniest steepest stairs Steep, ever yeah. and two bedrooms and like my nanny and my granddad are hilarious they didn't talk to each other half the time and they slept in, spe- uh, in different rooms and we were always where did everybody else sleep <laughs> <laughs> obviously hello when you're that young you didn't they obviously didn't always sleep in separate bedrooms or else there wouldn't be any children but all of them their toilet was outside like oh, they yeah, had an out you yeah. know it's, and you're kind of going you think that's third world now wouldn't and you and it's not that long ago no it's not it's not pioneer time no there's a good thing on Facebook you know that I'm sure you've all seen it congratulations if you were born in the 70s and the 80s you survived, know you yeah. survived you basically survived. Yes, you know and, and going out and playing in the mud and you didn't die of bacteria mm. and all that sort of, mm. it is very good like, it's, I mean, not, it's, it's not a bad code to live by either yeah. you know what didn't kill you isn't likely to kill your children no. eat worms you, might, you know you know how many children oh, you know, ate worms yeah, or leaves no, I never eating leaves when I was small mm. grass you remember grass. eating leaves when you were oh, small yeah yeah I do I do and did you eat sally grass Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. But I spoke to some uh, somebody recently, and I was saying, "Oh my God, I remember you used to eat Sally grass, and you have a pain in your stomach, then you go home and you'd be sick. You're eating so much yeah. Sally grass." And What's Sally like, grass? Exactly. Sorry. Oh it's, my God. So What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's a plant. It's a plant. Tastes like really hard. Like it's not. It's um, not a drug. It's, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's it's, it's just a weed. A plant. It's a weed. weed. And it tastes it's, yeah. kind of... You have to grow up in the country, no? You'd have a pain yeah, in the stomach. Really, yeah. And you'd be sick from eating it, but like... Was it tasty? Oh, oh it was, no, it was, it, was, it was... It was like vinegar. Yeah, it was, it was a really tart taste. Yeah, and which it wasn't bad, but it was... Oh, we used to love great. it. We used to love it. And then I think about it now when I'm like, oh, God knows who or what is after a wee <laughs> on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that was the vinegar taste. We would go and we'd be looking, oh, yeah. let's go find some Sally grass and we have it in munch and we'd find Sally grass and sit But I'd for say it. you have a fine immune system now that's able to <laughs> 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 most oh, wild strawberries and everything. They, where we, we grew yeah, up, there were loads of what I, that's true. Eat Sally grass. I don't, I don't know. Think that's a good question. Why do we eat Sally grass? How do we know we could eat it? That's another good question. Everybody used to eat Sally grass. So I lived in Offaly when I was little. I don't know, is that an Offaly thing? No, because I didn't live in Offaly. I'm from here. Waterford. Okay, just outside We lived in Passage. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's a country thing then I think it? it's a country thing we lived no. off the land for a little while we were talking about that for a while we actually bought at one stage um, a lamb to fatten and to, to to eventually eat and my parents thought it would be great fun to call it chops <laughs> and we used to feed this lamb with a baby's bottle and yeah. you know but the lamb never got eaten no, well no, it probably did eventually by somebody else because we had to when it got a bit bigger it was mm, it was yeah. it went to um a, a new family yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. butcher, yeah. but we didn't and I, I don't eat lamb I wouldn't touch lamb I actually yeah. have a, no lamb is my lamb. favourite but I can't eat spring I know lamb. even the smell of it I can't yeah I'm the same oh, why it smells like um, because of the, t- the taste no because I know it's a baby lamb Okay, but hold on a second now. This lamb is a baby version of a sheep, so all lamb 
is baby. Yeah, I know, but I mean the little, little, small babies that are just born that make the spring lamb. Okay. That's what I'm no, talking I'm about. No, I'm sorry. It does make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. As, as possibly well, the only vegetarian in the room here, it does make me laugh when people go, oh, I couldn't eat, I couldn't eat dog because dogs are so cute. And I couldn't eat this because it's so cute. Yeah. You eat cows they're cute you eat baby lambs they're cute it's what I try and regard as a compromise like my father was a butcher and he put me on the spring lamb okay because he'd take us out for a drive and it would be January or February and the lambs would be in the fields frolicking in the fields they'd they'd be on the block next week and I was oh we had two pet lambs as well when when I was Uh small because my dad's family would have been sheep farmers and sometimes they they, when they have lambs the mum won't take to one Mm. so you take them in but you have to feed them but you can't keep them when they turn into sheep because if you domesticate they get very aggressive tiny, no I tiny. should be a vegetarian I don't know why I'm not a vegetarian because yeah. meat tastes um, really good yeah it does, <laughs> it is, it does. <laughs> but yes, I try like no jeez I'm not one of those type of vegetarians like, I'm, I'm not I'm not bacon is life bacon should be its own food group category and you should like require you're going to kill me, <laughs> No, honestly, Marie, I'll tell you, I'm not one of those type of vegetarians. People want to eat meat, they can eat yeah, meat. Yeah, I love bacon. But I think what actually turned me off meat was, well, boarding school probably did it anyway, but um, my dad used to shoot. Okay. He used to hunt, like he mm. just, and he loved shooting birds. And he <clears> shot a pheasant, and he brought it home for dinner. And I remember we were sitting down to eat dinner, and mom had spent hours plucking and cooking and this gorgeous sauce come, smell coming off the thing and we all sat down to eat dinner and dad just said jokingly watch out for bullets Oh! and I put down the knife and fork and I haven't eaten meat it's like me then. and the spring lamb yeah. really? really? Yeah, no, that was yeah. it oh, it was well, just it was the association it was the, mm. I suppose yeah. I was only about eight or nine I've like. loved chickens like again when we were living off the land <laughs> we used to we were like the be too I am a little bit I think somewhere um, my dad gave up a really good job in the glass factory uh, he had his own office and everything and we decided they became like the good life remember that program yeah. years, yeah, years ago yeah, yeah. Um, but like I've helped I've seen that the head's been cut off the chickens and I've helped pluck the chickens and it never put me off chicken just mm. the whole lamb thing it definitely but feeding a, a, an animal with a baby's bottom yeah. is, is it definitely but, like okay, raising them isn't it I am not I am one of those type of vegetarians as I said before who thinks that everybody should you know be vegetarian I'm not and I do cook meat for my daughter and my husband at home but I do think we have to look at the amount of meat that we eat yeah. as 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 a, as a wor- in the world, not just yeah. personally. And um, there's a documentary again on Netflix called Cowspiracy, and basically he has done this thing to calculate that it takes 660 gallons of water to make one burger. One burger. So that's the amount of water that a cow will consume in its lifetime okay. is gallons and gallons and gallons of water and if you get X amount of burgers from a cow and you divide that by the amount of water that that cow will consume over its time 660 gallons of, bur- of water to produce one burger they're cutting down rainforests mm. so that they can have fields of, that cows can graze on so that we can all eat meat for breakfast, lunch and dinner every single day I think if we just had meat once, once a day, a day yeah yeah, meat and veg. I don't need any so kind of I, I, meat yeah. and veg. I could eat a plate full of it. Love fresh, crunchy veg and meat. Yeah. The glorious pig. But I'd like, yeah. I'd, I'd like <laughs> to glorious think, and I know I fool myself into thinking that, you know they're minded when they're being slaughtered and they're not oh, no, you know of course I, I, not I don't like to think know, about I, it yeah. Yeah. you know what I absolutely absentmindedly I I'm probably very ignorantly I never 
think about it I, I no and I wouldn't I watch that programme like don't. that you talk and deliberately wouldn't watch it because yeah. I know if I watched it it would start putting me off and I know yeah. that's really bad and maybe I should and I should be more conscious but I just like you say I just really like me. Yeah. yeah I try and buy something quality you know mm-hmm. some kind of a steak some sort of organic and yes. decent steak mm-hmm. not just like I wouldn't buy mm. a two euro chicken you know, out of Tesco those flat iron like, steaks for two euros yeah, 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 yeah no yeah. 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 you know what's shocking I hate that if there's something in the fridge is after going off and having to throw meat breaks my heart yeah. or fresh veg as well breaks yeah. my heart mm. Um, if you buy the Happy Pear cookbook, you know the two the two vegetarian books yeah. and Greystones, they, they're hilarious. They're gas. I have a couple of their cookbooks, but I mean, they're like if your vegetables go a little bit, you know, off, or your carrots right. go a little bit, yeah. go just go into soup. Yeah. Just yeah. Put, yeah. make a stock. Yeah. Just put them, yeah. put, put them in a pot yeah, um, with a bit of that. water and just let them bo- bubble away for an hour, and you've got yeah. veg stock. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah. who has bloody time? Yeah. To yeah. Be it's doing. all great. <laughs> in theory, yeah. it's all great when you walk around in shorts and flip flops and do yoga every morning, like those boys do. Like, was that what we're meant to be? Doing. No, that's what they do. They do like they, oh. they swim in the sea every day and they do yoga what? every day, every single day. Oh, they they must be very and they're very like they do because you often, you know, years ago people say, "Oh, vegetarians aren't healthy and it's not right." They are such them probably the most healthiest vegetarians, aren't they? They're I think really, though they don't drink alcohol either. Oh, would I be right in saying that when a lot of people in this country were uh, became vegetarian, there was really only lentils. There wasn't like yeah, a chickpeas and Marie, I'm, yeah. I'm a vegetarian pre-lentils in this country. I'm a vegetarian when you'd walk into a restaurant and they go, oh, okay, chicken. No, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> oh, right, fish. Fish. <laughs> no, no. And they're like, what? And, and they'd give you a plate of vegetables. Like, you know, yeah, it's, I remember we have come a long way. And he got our dinner with Making sure meat. you get enough yeah. protein that there was very limited. I think vegetarians just stopped eating meat, but they weren't sort of compensating yeah. for Absolutely, the fact. Yeah. And now there's mm-hmm. much more ways that you can compensate for the fact that you're not eating meat that we're aware of. So it's not quite as... I'm not, I'm I still wonder at times you know are people well you're so healthy and, and you're you're obviously ah, thanks. and you're doing it so long so it obviously, I, am, yeah, like I'm I think it's just in my head I go oh no I don't think yeah. I could do it it's not healthy you'd have to but I think definitely if you're a vegetarian or vegan or something like you need to know what you need to be you're getting yeah, so in what kind instead. of foods are you getting yeah. your balanced diet from yeah, so we should, we should all know that anyway yeah, really shouldn't yeah. you know what I mean and, and that is being taught issue, to yeah. kids in yeah. school mm-hmm. now it is mm-hmm. and they're becoming much more conscious yeah. of that um, yeah my 14 year old has decided she's going to be vegan for Lent now Ash Wednesday she had sausages Thursday Lent she had Sunday don't count birthdays don't count Ash Wednesday yeah this yeah my birthday so it's not really going well but she's trying anyway I don't think I could go vegan I couldn't give up my cheese I love yeah, cheese I, I love I like cheese. the so idea limited. of veganism but they seem to be absolutely incapable of putting their argument without making themselves sound like a bunch but of but they're lunatics. only the vegans yeah. that shout loudest Cult. you know what I mean like empty vessels make most noise like this is the thing but people say oh vegetarians the, you, are, the, you know the, the you can't take the honey from the hive because the bee hasn't given permission whoever not, said that not, you're not, if you're two vegans you're not supposed to use honey you see, this because is a true vegan, a true vegetarian. It's all personal choice at the end yeah. of the day. You don't sign a, 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 a contract when you become a vegetarian. Do you know, treat it like a cult. It, 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 yeah. you know, some it's people a way are way too absolutely, and some some people, you know, treat real religion like a cult. Oh, yeah, so, you absolutely. know, if you, if you want to be that fanatic yeah. about something, that is your choice. But you know, I don't think if if you want to if you want to try veganism and you want to have a bit of cheese every now and then, you're not going to yeah. hell. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to jail. Yeah. You know, and you're only answering to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. 
yeah, when I was pregnant, I did eat chicken. I, I tried to eat meat as much as possible when I was pregnant with Ava. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't die. I didn't mm-hmm. like it, but and I didn't die. you were die. able to go back vegetarian afterwards. Imagine, yeah. You were expelled yeah. from the vegetarian <laughs> world. Oh. I might, I might be now. I might be They're now. Coming They're coming together. They're coming together. There'll be a big expose on you now. <laughs> I know. The, the, the one thing that when, when I started to be vegetarian, a lot, like it's 30 plus years ago, the one thing that used to just annoy me was people, oh, well, carrots have feelings too. Oh, That so used gosh. to really kind of like, you know, because it's, it is like I'm trying to do my bit here I'm trying mm-hmm. to you know make this choice or whatever and people just were kind of threatened by it but I mean you'll still get people who say oh yeah but see that cake you just ate there's um, you know there's non-vegetarian rennet or something in it it's like a thing that. to trick you and yeah. like you'll be so shocked yeah. I know yeah. you know but it's all personal choice at the end of the day. Do you get a lot of pushback from it? Do people always have an opinion when you say that you're vegetarian? Not or? anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. When I started being vegetarian a long time ago, yes. I My father the, had a yeah. hard time dealing with it at the yeah. start. He really well, you did. you were very young as well. Like eight or nine, you were saying this last time you met me. At me um, well, no, that, that was the whole venison thing. But I did, th- I did eat meat after that. It was when I went to boarding school. So I was about 12. I was okay. about 11 or 12 when I gave up meat. And they let you do that No, they didn't. School. I used to have to hide it. I used to have to, I used to have to get the meat and rub it off the plate and say oh I'm just finished sister yeah it was hard. it was really hard. I was thinking that would be a very forward looking oh, yes. boarding school no, to not in the 1980s like you'll eat your meat and be grateful for it Missy <laughs> not with Sister O'Looney who was our head nun that was her name the good God's right. food <laughs> eat it and like it <laughs> but uh, you yeah, know it is much easier now there's it, still it, a lot of restaurants though my, my partner's daughter is a vegetarian and like you'd be surprised at the amount that you have to actually say I'm sorry do you have any vegetarian options yeah. there might be one yeah. normally the pasta yeah. you know there's yeah. one pasta and that's it so then you have yeah. to ask and when you ask then some oh well we can do mm. most of the stuff without without meat but then some of the times literally what you're getting is mm. the say you know it's yeah. not very imaginative yeah. it's the chicken curry without the chicken or it's um, made on a stock yeah. that's a chicken based stock or yes I think well, I'm yeah. allergic to garlic and I'll often ask so when I go to restaurants I'll say I'm allergic to garlic so mm-hmm. what can I have and I will get things and it'll come out and there'll be garlic mayo on the side mm. or I'll get a soup and Garlic is in everything. everything yes. It's in it's in the flavors like packet sauces, packet soups. Yeah. I cook everything from scratch at home. It's in everything. So I'll say, is there garlic in that? And somebody say no because they didn't add. They didn't add garlic. Okay. Yes. But yeah. there's garlic in so many different. Stops. Even yeah, yeah. the herb things that you get, this, the mixes yeah. that you yeah. get. If you look at them, most yeah. of them. Well, you know the minute you taste. Oh, I'll be about maybe four minutes after eating it, and I'll be in excruciating pain straight away. Um, so I and I know, and I'll be like, oh my god. There's but when you taste the way. food, would you taste the garlic? So usually, if something is really, really tasty, yeah, I'll it like, means there's garlic in it. It's gorgeous. I'm going to pay for this. So yeah, because it is. It does add such yeah. a lovely flavour to Oh, it's amazing. It and my mum, when I was small, I, my mum would put me, yeah, like five or six cloves of garlic into, she could make spaghetti bolognese for five of us and she'd literally have a clove per person. <laughs> um, she, sent me, she, she sent me in steaks and a salad for Valentine's Day. She's very cute. She didn't want us to have to be going to any effort so she sent them in the salad all chopped and there was olives in that she's so funny like she obviously knows so she sent in this gorgeous salad with like sun-dried tomatoes and all this lovely crunchy veg and full olives love olives and the olives were stuffed with with a clove of garlic there was about 40 of them in it and I was like you're great thanks that's lovely and 
and I love olives and I love garlic and I had to throw them out my heart was broken Aww. and how did you find out that you were allergic to so I had been really unwell for about eight years actually and uh, I went for all sorts of tests and it was presenting like Crohn's disease and um, I uh, just over all the years they thought that I was celiac and it was a process of elimination that took a really really long time and then I had to go for allergy tests and stuff once everything else was ruled out the doctor was like mm, it's very strange so I'd go for allergy tests and it um, said that I was allergic to garlic I'd be intolerant to onions but garlic would be now so I could kind eat of the same onions. family yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah. Just, and apparently now. there was a nutritionist uh, once on the radio uh, as a panellist when I was on it as well and she you was for her saying, say, was it? yeah and she was saying that it's actually really common yeah yeah, I've been put off onion and garlic now. I wouldn't wouldn't class myself mm. as allergic to it, but yeah. I do, like it's a, a diet called the FODMAP diet. I was just going to say, and the FODMAP diet, yeah. it's an absolute no-no. Yeah, so absolute anybody who no-no. has any kind of stomach-related issues, yeah, garlic and onions are an absolute no-no. Yeah. yeah, my other half has really bad IBS, and he thinks it's it's a bit more than that. And I always tell him to go get an allergy test because yeah. it could be yeah. something mm-hmm. like yeah. he gets really bad pains, like really, yeah. oh, really bad. Oh, excruciating! If I had it, I would be. Wonder it could be. Yeah, you never know. This, the, the sweat would be coming out through me, nearly like contractions. It'll come in waves, yeah. and oh I'd God. be yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's lovely. Nearly yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. all <laughs> know. Back chat with Maria McCann. You've been listening to Avian Fallon, Brianna Connaughton and Vicky Graham on this week's Back Chat with Maria McCann. All episodes are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Lowe's knows you're the powerhouse who does it right to show your yard who's boss. We do it right too with innovative Craftsman string trimmers featuring easy start technology for simpler pull starts. And because you can swap out one attachment for another, you can get more done with just one tool. Shop now and add a new trimmer to your arsenal with a Craftsman two-cycle gas string trimmer for just $99. When it's time to take on the yard work, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 320. See store for details, U.S. only.